Hey, y'all, this is Ashley, also known as Bored Becky, and you're listening to Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi. And I'm like, Travi, come on now. Like, you, you got this under control. Yo, what's up? It's G Love, and I'm fired up with Travi. This is Danielle Petty, co founder of the 90s Babes, and you're listening to Fired Up on the Blockchain with Travi. What's up, world? It's Spotty Wi-Fi, the king of the crypto punks, and you are now tuned in to Fired Up on the Blockchain with my guy, Travis. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and DGens, for the thousands in attendance and the millions listening in podcast land. My name is Travi, and we are fired up on the blockchain. Hey, Travi, let's effing go. Woo! Welcome, 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 welcome home. I am home from NFT London. Wow, what an experience that was. I am truly thankful for everyone I had a chance to meet, and uh, I'm going to share a little bit of what happened uh, over my week at NFT London with you out there, and there's a whole lot of things that I do want to share with you, so thanks for sticking around. I know that there was one episode dropped last week, but we do have a bunch recorded. There's some really great stuff that you're going to have a chance to hear over the course of the next few weeks with some really great people. Today, we're going to have our NFT London official recap. So I know that you're probably, especially if you're into Twitter spaces, going to hear a lot of NFT London recaps. I will not bore you. I will tell you some of the stuff uh, that maybe you wouldn't have had a chance to see if you were not behind the scenes. So stick around. That's going to be a lot of what we're talking about today on the podcast. It's going to be really fun. Um, But before we do that, what I want you to do is... In just a second, press pause. Check out NFT365, episode 360. That's right, episode 360. So live at NFT London from another hotel lobby, <laughs> similar to episode four of this very podcast. Uh, I do get a great conversation with Fanzo and Jordash Johnson. And we're sitting there in the lobby of a hotel in London. And I would love for you to listen to that because... There's a lot of great insight that you'll hear, not just from the conversation um, that Fanzo and Jordash has, but we get a little bit deep. We get into the weeds on our philosophical reasons for what we want to do and what we want to see in Web3 and NFTs. And many of you know already that my very first NFT drop, the brand is finally, after all this time, being creative, being created. Yes, I am pressing the button finally. Uh, but that's what episode 360 of Fanzo's podcast is all about. So I would love for you to just press pause on this one. Go download episode 360 of NFT 365. You'll hear a lot of my passion, um, the soul and the heart of why I wanted to do something on the blockchain to begin with, um, besides just kind of researching and being a collector or investor, whatever you want to call it. So that's a, a whole lot of information for you. It's a rabbit hole. I'd love for you to go down and then come back over and come back over. We're going to have a lot to talk about today. 
Okay, thank you for coming back and thank you for listening to Fanzo's episode 360 of NFT 365 featuring myself and Jordash Johnson. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> I hope you actually went to listen to that. But yeah, what I want to talk about today, this is going to be a little bit of a different podcast. This one's not going to be an interview. This is going to be just chatting about some of the fun stuff that happened over the course of the week at NFT London. As I mentioned, I had a chance to hang with Fanzo and Jordash. But what was really cool was it, it wasn't just a hang. You know, we got to really spend a lot of time uh, we went the the whole crew the nft 365 crew went to dinner i think it was nearly every night walked many hours through the rain uh, at some points in the night when many things were closed but it was great because you got to really vibe with fanzo and jordash and delphi cat and other members of the fam too who maybe you know didn't come out to dinner like at cm queen 101 the content marketing queen i mean you know just talking with her really gives me an, another kind of level of validation somebody with this incredible you know digital marketing background comes and says you know I, I think that you did a really good job on stage or I'm listening to your podcast it just it really kind of gives you a, a little bit of something extra that you didn't expect to have and just you know there's so much wonderful information you can get when you're around really good quality people and but the conversation I had with Jordash at about three o'clock in the morning, where he was really going on about the same thing that a lot of the advisors I've worked with, it was just that you know what you want to do, you know why you want to do this, this is the time to do it. Because when they ask me, and I have to give a special shout out too to some of the people who really sat me down and tried to shake the imposter syndrome out, because the imposter syndrome is it's it's a it's a crazy animal that that imposter syndrome i'll tell you whenever you do something for the very first time and you've been there folks i know if you had a brand new job um and even some of you as a, a first-time parent i know the first time we you know we picked up the our our baby uh for the first time i was like what do i do like what do i do here i know i want to do the best that i can um and that's really why like you you don't have imposter syndrome if you don't care so uh, I do need to definitely give some love to not only the NFT 365 crew, but some people that really sat me down and talked with me for hours and hours and just said, we need people like you in this space who want to use the blockchain for good. And specifically, Leah, uh, at the Power of Women, um, you know, check out powerofwomen.io. You can get yourself a power pass, everything that she's doing in terms of, you know, making just women in general just so celebrated they are a movement of bold diverse empowering artworks i mean the artwork is the utility but also the community like i know that we've said that over the course of the podcast like the word community but really when you find a community that you understand wow this is my community then it really starts to make sense so big shout out to leah power of women and of course jack and all the hard work that they've done and I definitely need to also shout out some people that I actually didn't really think I'd have a chance to be friends with in real life because I've been a fan of theirs for so long. And there's some artists in this space that I talk a lot about. And I talked about them on previous podcast episode uh, episodes. And now it's been really great to develop actual friendships and bonds with them. And that's what these NFT events are really all about. So I absolutely loved the conversations that I was able to have with Tim and Nathan from Avril. They are my friends now. I, they they swear that the Avril community is not a cult. 
I beg to differ because once once you get an Avril piece, you kind of you just feel like you're you're tied into that community just a little bit more than than you would be if you just bought a regular um, like generative art collection or something. Um, but also, I need to give a lot of love as well to some people that didn't really need to take the you know take the time and talk to somebody like me. You know, I, I know that sure you know I was on I was on a stage and I moderated a panel and. I was very happy and very excited and very blessed to do that. But I also did not realize the relationships that you can form in, in such a short time. So Tim and Nathan and Leah and, and definitely someone I've talked about art. I would love to bring into um, our collection that will be able to support artists. And again, I'll talk about that in a little bit. And that, of course, is Kate Phillipson at Leopard Lunch. Her art is awesome. She did even one of the tickets for the uh, NFT London event. And um, if you had a VIP speaker pass, you had a one with X copy on it, uh, you know, anonymous British artist. Um, but if I didn't have that, I definitely would have loved to have picked up one of Kate's. Um, her, her work is awesome. Check out Kate Phillips and Leopard Lunch. She also has Fangirl Fridays, which is a Twitter space. Um, and uh, she turns some of those into a podcast just like I do. And we could do that very easily now, thanks to uh, my good friend Gregarious uh, and his company, Zealous, Zealous.one. I love what Zealous.one has. Uh, he's not paying me to say this, but, but I have a Zealous account in every single Twitter space. And now I believe even YouTube, if you're a YouTuber, goes right into your one homepage. And with the click of a button, you can just download it. And the next thing you know, it's right there. You can use it as a podcast, use it for any content you want. Zealous is going to really change the world that creators themselves are experiencing and um i know that there's a lot of collectors out there and you want to hear a lot about like the projects that are coming up and things that you can do and stack some eth I, this is not a financial advice thing uh, i'm speaking strictly from a creator standpoint and i know that gregarious and fanzo have teamed up to give away i think it's like 30 um, of their passes uh through the nft 365 so definitely follow what they're doing um but th that's something i want to celebrate too because I, I love what greg is doing. We had a, a lot of talks about this actually over over some of the dinners. And if you if you did listen to episode 360 and you came back to hear me talk more now, you, know, you understand that a big part of what I want to bring um, into this is kind of like from the research side and understanding side and and just asking a lot of questions. And um, I wasn't even trying to grill Greg. I was just honestly really curious about what Zealous had to offer. Um, and then he told me and he told me some of the things that they're working on and some of the things that they just launched. And I love Zealous. I think Zealous is going to change the game. If you're a creator out there, if you're a content creator, if you're a podcaster, if you're a Twitter space host, if you're a YouTuber, uh, Zealous.one, check that out. So let me take a step back. I want to talk something about some of the other fun things that went on at NFT London. And before we get into a little bit of what happened with some of the parties, one of the really awesome things is like super cool that you get to meet so many of these great artists. I know that I've talked about that a little bit, but a big shout out too to Marlene and Ghosty, the team there at Crazy Sassy X's. Um, we had, you know, a couple meetups and Ghosty's a great guy. Plus I hung out with this dude like three different times. And somebody at one of the meetups was, I thought it was pretty interesting, was an Unstoppable Domains Maxi. And um, you know that Unstoppable Domains is a partner of, of my podcast and some of the great things that I'm trying to do in this space. I actually have an Unstoppable Domains friends and DGENs and family link in the show notes. So you click that and you can get your Unstoppable Domain and develop your Web3 identity tied right to your NFT wallet. But that was pretty cool to see somebody, you know, you hear some people stacking ENS domains trying to flip them and stuff. 
But Unstoppable Domains is, is really cool. It's good to see um, they, they had a great business valuation recently, so what Sandy's doing uh, and her team. Anybody that doesn't know, Sandy Carter used to be over there at Amazon, and now she's you know, running the show at Unstoppable Domains and really killing the game. I'm so blessed to, to be partnered up with them. And uh, I absolutely love what they're doing for the space and for people like you and for me. So, yeah, that was it was cool. It was cool to see um, Marlene and, and Ghosty and uh, Captain Bitcoin was there. Um, and a couple other things, too. Like, it, it wasn't just all parties, but, like, a, there were a lot of really fun meetups of just people, like, realizing, like, I'm, I'm here for this purpose. I'm here for this reason. Even if you weren't physically at the conference, like, that the next day or that evening, there was a meetup and everyone knew like we were really zeroed in on on this cause whether the cause was like developing for good on the blockchain or art or music like we all we all had something and we all understood and it's different than being back home you know i can go to I can go to the grocery store right now not one person in there is going to know what i'm talking about so i just really felt like it was in my element my sister actually flew out um she hung in london for a couple of days she got to meet some of the people uh, who were involved in Web3. She had no idea what anybody was talking about. But she definitely did say that she's really... I don't know if she's ever really seen me more in my element and, and among my people. Um, that's And that's what we are, right? We're a family. That's why we do these things. So the NFT London experience was absolutely incredible. The Queen Elizabeth II Center was like... <laughs> like when I say right across the street from Big Ben, I'm talking like you could look out the window and see Big Ben, Parliament... Um, man, Westminster Abbey, it was absolutely incredible. And I mean, what a great location. Like it was so different than NFT NYC in the sense that everything was in one place. I loved NFT NYC. I will go back to the next NFT NYC, which will be April 12th through the 14th. But this was really cool. It was right in one spot, right there in Westminster, right in the center of London. And everybody was together in one building over the over six floors that's and and you'd meet like we'd all see each other in like one in some of the hangout rooms um pranksy um shout out pranksy had like a double decker red bus where he was filling it up with people who signed up and got an exclusive nft which was their ticket onto the bus thank you pranksy um for a street art tour of london and that was really incredible um just all of the all of the things that that the nft nyc team for nft london put in place was really cool and honestly it set off with the speaker dinner like even the the speaker dinner was different than nft nyc uh, nft nyc you know you pretty much you sat at a table there were some auctions going on and stuff and it was it was really very nice but this one was more like a cocktail hour like you would think of like at a wedding there was a bar in the center of it there were like there was um like buffet on the side if you wanted there were hors d'oeuvres being passed around there were little tables that you can kind of chill with your crew you didn't even have like you didn't have to sit you can stand and just talk and then they opened it up the the doors opened to like the next room and uh there was a stage and so spotty wi-fi did a private performance for the vips there and that was great Uh, that was a really great experience because right after that spotty and about a hundred of us (laughs) I've always wanted to be part of a hip-hop entourage, didn't you? Uh, about a hundred of us walked to Spotty's event right there from the dinner. Uh, we walked you know, a few blocks through the streets of London uh, straight to the uh, Arcade Apes, which is uh, an NFT slash ape-themed um, arcade bar, barcade. And it was really well done. I mean, it was, it was full of... Uh, you can only get in if you had uh, Board Ape Yacht Club, um, something in that Yuga... Um, ecosystem like a mutant 
and uh, a crypto punk, which, you know, those are hard to come by these days. Or you could have uh, been a holder of one of Spotty Wi-Fi's music NFTs. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe everything is a music NFT. As Spotty says, if it gets you into a music event or music party, then maybe it is all a music NFT. And it's really incredible stuff. And, you know, along that journey, I got to really meet some music NFT artists that I personally have been a fan of. Um, I'm, I geek out over music probably more than sports. I think that the music uh, NFTs are groundbreaking. Uh, I love what Spotty's doing. But I've also had an opportunity to meet some people that you know I, I have common friends with but really already listened to their music. Um, and that's people like Sammy Arriaga and Dill, Dylan Rhodes and Ray Isla. Like specifically those three, I've already been a fan of their music and then when i realized that ray isla was the person i was talking to like as we were walking i was like oh my god i can't believe i didn't even realize this was this person who i'm such a fan of this whole time um yeah it was pretty embarrassing actually but um at least at least i didn't come off like a giant fanboy because that's probably what i would have uh definitely come off as so yeah that was that was really incredible that was really interesting and um you know after that it was cool we got to walk a little bit with the crew with uh fanzo jordash and selly selly is from the crypto tech women she's at eth barbie she's also an advisor on the journey which i'll again talk about in just a little while um and that was really cool you know, she if it wasn't for her i don't know that any anybody would have actually let us sit down in the restaurant and eat because as uh jordash and fanzo could attest to we we went to at least five restaurants that refused to serve us that were clearly opened and pretended they were closed so i don't know why that is uh maybe because it was downpouring and they just thought it was funny for us to walk through the rain for three hours um or maybe you know they just didn't want people coming in wet <laughs> I don't know, maybe they just didn't like my face but whatever it was if it wasn't for Sally, i don't know that we would have finally got our noodle bowls that we've <laughs> or sushi whatever the heck that was i don't even remember so that was awesome um you know then of course you know i spoke i spoke in the panel i uh had a, a wonderful time moderating the panel telling some bad jokes pretty much all the same stuff same stuff i do on this podcast um it was a sports related panel so three other Three other guys on the panel, they were uh, definitely you know, very smart with regard to the things that they are planning to use the blockchain technology for. So we had Darius, who's working with professional basketball teams to activate jerseys and allow VIP access to events by using a scanning code, which is pretty cool. We had Nick Humphreys from the Train Effective Soccer slash Football app. And of course, Mohamed Sadit, who's writing a research paper to actually teach professional soccer teams how to utilize the blockchain. And that was really fun. That was really good. Uh, had some really good comments and feedback after that. And uh, after that, it was over. Got off the stage, uh, walked with uh, the NFT 365 crew to grab some sushi. I grabbed some sake, probably not the way I should have started the evening. Then found my way over to the Avril 15 meetup where I got to hang with Avril. Have really great conversation with Tim. Um, you know, we met uh, there with some of the OG Collective guys, um, Andre Decalife. And um, that it was really just an incredible experience because we really get to meet the artists in this space. Like it's it just it's a whole different component, right? Like it even makes you feel silly if you're really into the NFT world. Like we used to just say like who would buy a JPEG for whatever, but like then when you meet the artists and you see their process, you realize that 
you know, they're not really just computer generating everything. And even some that, you know, even some that do are so thoughtful in the way that they go about it. But you see, you see them like it's, it's become just a digital version of what they did with a pen, right? Or paper or paint. And I actually got to see Andre Decalife do some real in life, real life stuff. It looks exactly like what he does digitally. It's really, I mean, some of the digital stuff is on a whole other level. Like I can't wrap my head around, but it was really awesome to see that. And the Avril meetup was was a lot of artists. Like, you know, I, I mentioned Marlene uh, and Ghosty. They're from the Crazy Sassy X's. They're so nice. Um, he, I met Danielle NFT Ignition from the Fame Lady Squad. There um, wanted to chat with her for a while. She told me some stuff she's got cooking. So I hope to have her on the podcast. Um, Claire Von Savage, who's like really good, actually was like doing some people's tattoos live in London, which I heard. <clears throat> Ghosty. Uh, and you know there were some other like a whole lot of people at that that um, man I just you know you kind of want to bottle up like that that feeling of, of what it's like to be around like artists especially web3 artists it's there's not a whole lot of other things like that and something else that there's not a whole lot of other things like was the wrecked show so if anybody knows about the wrecked rekt the wrecked guys nft which uh, is osf's uh, project brand I just had a he just had another sellout of some of his uh, wrecked cities. So congratulations, OSF. Um, I had a chance to go to the wrecked show with uh, two OG Collective fellas, Inceptionally and Andre Deco Life. Um, and I wish I could tell you more, but what happens at the wrecked show stays at the wrecked show. So I'll just tell you it was at a place called The Box, which was in London. Do your own research. Um, and after that. I don't know, somehow ended up in the lobby sending Kit Kats up to people's rooms. It was like 3, 3.30 in the morning. No idea how that happened. Uh, so so that's what happened there. Um, yeah, so it was it was cool, right? It was, it was interesting. There's a whole lot of fun stuff that was going on. But you know, one of the things that I mentioned earlier that really made the whole trip worth it to me uh, were these people and these relationships and when I said earlier about people like literally like grabbing me by the shoulders and trying to shake out the imposter syndrome and, and if you did listen to the Fanzos podcast episode 360 of NFT 365 one thing I did say specifically on there was like I I don't like taking people's money like for real like unless i know it's going to do something like good and listen i was a teacher so like i was never really into that sales world like for real like a lot of people are and you know props to everybody who is and doesn't you know it's just part of part of jobs comfortable with it it's all that but you know everyone's comfort zones are a little bit different than one another so mine was always about helping people um so when i talk about helping the the kids and the things i want to do with the blockchain it's not a slight or any kind of an insult to people uh, who are, you know, I don't know, like just trying to raise money for themselves to have a better life. Like that's exactly sort of not what I'm trying to say. I just have my own personal you know, feelings on what I want to do. So the conversations that you know, had with, with the people who really said to me, what's the, what's the best thing that can happen if you put out your NFT project or you your, your start your NFT brand? And I talked about, you know, my purpose, my mission, my soul. And they said, well, what's the worst thing that could happen? And, and I said that <laughs> that mission that I just mentioned would, would not be met. And they said, and that's, that's exactly right. And that's why they said, we need, we need you to do this. And um, my drop, the drop date was actually going to be soon. 
<laughs> so, you know, I kind of took a different path. I DM'd people. I talked with a lot of people. I had private uh, focus groups, um, spoke with advisors. I've been speaking with advisors since June, uh, May or June. Um, the artist, Tyler Vaughn, since right around that same time, been working all through the summer on different types of art. And we're finally at a point where I could comfortably discuss with you <laughs> like everything that we've been planning. So the NFT brand that's going to be started that I am literally creating with Tyler as the artist is called The Journey. And what I will tell you is that the advisory team is incredible. We've got Fanzo on the advisory team. We've got Maddie Lieber uh, from Crypto Chick. She's the COO, uh, formerly of Facebook, Meta, Google. We've got Sally from the Crypto Tech Women. And if anyone ever has heard what she and Gigi do in terms of the educational platforms of just helping people like start an NFT project and that kind of stuff. They're incredible. Got Leslie Weiss from a whole lot of stuff like NFT 365. She's an amazing community builder. Um, she you know worked countless hours on the website. We've got Brandon Blitz, uh, my OG collective brother. We've got Crypto Clarence, my OG collective brother. We've got my, my friend Wale, Dr. Ogan Koya, who is... A very well-known and established, um, you know, not just like lecturer in education, but he's got his doctorate in education. He's, he knows a lot about global studies, global education. And as we get a little bit further along with, you know, this brand and the things that I want to roll out, he's going to come into play, especially with regard to some of the school of programming that we're putting in place. So, you know, you might be asking, like, what makes your, you know, what the, you're calling it the journey. Like, ha, I get it. You've been on a journey. Yeah, we've all been on a journey, right? So, yeah, of course, there's some stuff in there, right, peppered in about my journey and, and how, of course, like, I was an educator and now I'm working full time with Web3. But really, the journey is this, right? The number one activation for this NFT brand, really, is that we're going to use the blockchain as a fundraising mechanism specifically designed to create our own grant program for schools that need funding that they've been lacking in the areas of arts, music, theater, STEM programs, really the things that make kids right now more creative and find their inspiration and dare I even say get fired up. Because, you know, not saying this happens in every school and every every place, but I've certainly seen it happen, seen it happen in some, some good friends schools where the kids that need the programs the most, the kids that need the inspiration, the creative outlets, it gets taken away from them. And it just becomes like they're these robots that haven't been turned on yet. They, they're just lacking that the light that comes back into their heads because like, like otherwise we're just... I'll say this as a teacher. Otherwise, we're just teaching to the test, right? I mean, there's a lot more out there, right? So a large component of this, there's a separate wallet that's established specifically to fund grant programs that teachers will have the opportunity to apply for and we as a community will have the opportunity to award. So every single character drop, there's a separate wallet completely on chain so everybody will see the transparency there i mean i'm incredibly excited to be able to talk about that publicly i'm comfortable enough to know um in schools how this works so i have no problem being on the other side of it and awarding it um in addition to that a subcomponent is the journey is going to take these kids and whether they're learning the arts the music programming stem coding they're one day going to be where we are so what i want to also do is support the people 
right now in the space that used to be kids who understand how important those programs are the people who understand that the funding needs to be there and the people who are currently paving the way this next version of the internet as artists as musicians as creators the people right now who are selling their art on the blockchain for a living we have a subsection where we're specifically going to be allocating a portion of all mint funds to fund and support the current artists in this space, really paving the way for the youth. And those will be displayed in our community wallet and also when we build out in spatial, so everybody will have a chance to see. You've been able to support through this initiative and um, it'll be obviously an interactive metaverse experience. I'm not selling you on the idea of metaverse. I'm just saying that's going to be something that we're going to do because I think that everybody here should be celebrated, right? The kids that want to do it now, um, who maybe they don't even realize that they want to do it yet, but give them an opportunity, give them an opportunity to try, give them an opportunity to have something that says, wait a second. So you're saying, I don't just have to sit at this desk all day. Now, look, education is incredibly important, like spelling, reading, math, science, social studies is all incredibly important. But there's more to our to kids these days than that. Right. And the kids that I've seen with special needs, behavioral disabilities, where I saw the light come back on and where I saw them get activated, where I saw them get fired up was in different outlets like that, those creative outlets. So that's why it's called The Journey. It's going to take them from the journey of getting started because every journey starts with your very first step. And hopefully one day they will be selling their art or doing something really important in this next version of the internet, making their own money, stacking their own ETH. And um, one of the best ways to put our money where our mouth is is to make sure we we, uh, support the creators who are doing that now. There's also going to be components over the course of each drop, every drop is going to be incredibly limited, um, only a couple hundred or so per character. And once the character is sold, they will not be released again. Uh, and the characters will be included in the course of a long storyline, which will be told through either a comic book or an animation. And uh, they'll meet more characters. <laughs> and then the next character that comes will be the next character drop. And it's going to be really fun. Uh, and a lot of the brand partnerships that I've been working with uh, furiously, uh, each brand partnership is going to be... Uh, the idea is to be tied directly into each drop. So there'll be a little bit of access to different things for different holders. It's kind of a thank you. Um, hopefully many of them will be things that you're very excited about and things that you wouldn't have access to otherwise. I'm definitely bullish on real life events. I'm definitely bullish on exclusive things that you can't get unless you are a holder. Um, and I'm definitely bullish on saying thank you. Um, but again, I just think the whole thing is going to be its going to be a fun experience for an NFT collector. Um, it's not a financial device thing. I'm not, I have no idea what, you, what you're going to want to do with your, uh, with your you know, NFT once you purchase it. I, don't, I, I just hope that you're right for the community. And whatever you do with it, um, hopefully anybody else that wants to join is right for the community. And um, that's why it's so limited, especially the first one. And that's why I haven't gone too deeply into details about it because if you're following me whether it's this podcast or twitter then you already know that you know that that's just that's just how i feel about it like i'm not doing this as any kind of a a cash grab i'm gonna be learning a lot as i go um i have no problem admitting that there's uh, an advisory team that's going to be helping uh to you know help steer the direction of this this to me is not a project it's not a short-term vision it's a long-term vision um, I want these characters to be recognizable. I want them to 
Uh, I want their intellectual property to be featured in places. <laughs> I want uh, the holders to be rewarded with real life events. I've got a lot of things cooking here, um, but it, you know, every <laughs> even for me, every journey starts with the first step, and that's what this launch is. So here's what I can tell you: if you're listening to this on Monday, which is the day this podcast comes out, November seventh, you have until midnight Eastern time, nine p.m. Pacific time. Uh, on November 7th, or if you're in the UK, it's 5 a.m. on November 8th, um, you'll have a chance to go to ogjourney.com, and there is a pre-sale discount link on there. The pre-sale discount link is really just for the people who hear me speak and read my tweets. Like I'm not doing a whole big thing with you know, pumping this to a lot of different communities. I shared it with a couple, uh, but again, it's, it's really just for the people who really care. So if you uh, don't get on a presale list and um, it's okay, uh, you will be invited to still join at 0. 0.10. But if you do get on a presale list, you will be paying 0. 0.05. And um, that's, you know, really important. It'll be split. Like I said, some into a specific wallet for the grant program, some in specific wallet, for the artist fund, some to help run the business, some to the artist that's creating this, <laughs> some to the advisory team. Um, if there's any left over, who knows? <laughs> Maybe I'll be able to buy some sandwiches. But, um, you know, like I said, it's a learning process. So keeping some aside for the for the tax man, keeping some aside to run the business. And we'll, we'll see. Um, I'm very optimistic with uh, the team that we have in place. I'm very excited to see that and uh, allow the, the people to get involved to know exactly where their funds are going. So that's that's a pretty cool component of that. The official launch date, if you do get on a pre-sale list, is going to be November 9th at noon Eastern time uh, or it will be 9 a.m. Pacific time. So that's really important for you to know. If you get on a pre-sale list, um, your only opportunity is to get in and press the button. Um, I can tell you the pre-sale list since I've come back from London has, has grown. Um, I'd hate to see anybody left out, but don't worry, there'll be more drops. But there's only one. There's only one Genesis drop. <laughs> there really is only one Genesis drop. So um, the people who purchased my AI art will get free claims because I promise that they'll be part of everything that I do. Um, there will be around fifty, somewhere between fifty and sixty held. Uh, for the team um, and for us to use for giveaways um, to the advisors, to the artists, which will leave somewhere in the vicinity of about 300 to the public. So you know how it can be. Sometimes 300 could take three seconds to sell out. Sometimes 300 could take, you know, depends on what it is. But I think for this, I'm pretty optimistic. I'm pretty happy with um, the interest so far. So I hope that we're able to see you as part of our journey. So the, I've talked a lot, you know, and, and really this all goes back to NFT London. It really all goes back to NFT NYC. NFT NYC was where I sat with Fanzo for the first time and talked about, you know, my feelings about one love in web three. And it's kind of become a bit of a tagline now, um, but it's real and it's true. You know, the inside of my wedding ring says one love. Um, my daughter's middle name is Marley. I have a Bob Marley tattoo. It's it's really just a way of life for me to try to to do good things and you know help other people along the way. So yes, of course, it'd be nice if I'm able to um, do okay for myself. But I think that will come as long as the vision remains clear and your heart remains true. I think that there's a really good way to make your way in this space by by doing good things. Um, 
I, I, to, to, each, to each their own. There's a lot of different kinds of people doing a lot of different things that are really interesting. Um, I just know the way that works best for me, and it is it is this way. So, again, big shout out to everybody um, that I met at NFT London, Fanzo, Jordash, Delphi, Gregarious. Big shout out Spotty for hosting that party. Dill, Sammy, Rayala, it was awesome to actually get to meet you all in person. OSF with the Rec Show, OG Collective dudes, Andre Decalife, Inceptionally, um, Avril Team, Nathan and Tim, uh, thank you for having me part of your cult. Um, Kate Phillipson. Um, I'm a fanboy, um, power of women, Leah, just the conversations that we had, I think really helped to just change the, the my entire look, um, at, at what my, my journey, my process is going to be, which, which is just really to just not second guess myself and really just go with what I know is the right thing to do, um, which is, which, which is pretty much what I always have done, um, before, <laughs> before I experienced some imposter syndrome. Um, and thanks to them, thanks to these people, Ghosty as well, Marlene. Um, it's just Web3 is home. Web3 is home. It's a crazy, mixed up, kind of nerdy, kind of cool, brand new world of NFTs and Web3. And the journey is coming. The journey is coming. The pre-mint goes all the way until midnight. It's tonight. Um, and the first drop is going to go live in just a couple of days from now. So good luck, everybody. Um, if you're part of this journey with me, you're going to be helping me do what I always try to do best. And that is, of course, bring one love to Web3. I'll catch you next time. Peace.